At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth now. Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amson. And this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door. No BS is allowed. We keep it 100. Shoot us a text message, 818-293-7547, or shoot us an email, imad, I-M-M-A-D, at unafraidshow.com. So, Jawan Howard got suspended for five games, which is the rest of the regular season, not the Big Ten tournament, and... um. Uh, the U.S. women's national team gets paid $24 million and they deserved it. Aaron Rodgers is going live. Well, sorry, Aaron Rodgers' Instagram post yesterday was cryptic. It kept people up all night dissecting it, even though he's going on the Pat McAfee show today. And Inez Cantor Freedom Guy uh, is being blackballed. Maybe, maybe so, maybe not. We'll talk about that. Uh, but we will start. With Jawan Howard, Michigan head coach, was suspended after he ended up open hand slapping uh, Wisconsin assistant coach Joe Krabenhoft, which actually ended up leading to a brawl. 
you had all of these people calling for Jawan Howard to be fired and all of this. And Ralph, I can't take the the he should be fired crowd. I have been against this, whether it comes to Jawan Howard or a lot of other things. I rarely call for somebody to be fired. Rarely. But I do understand that there are things that can get you fired. But but. Dude, come on, come on, bro. P- people have lost their ever-loving mind with okay, <clears throat> with the idea that that firing people is always the the answer. But is it a potential fireable offense if they weren't happy with Jawan Howard? This would have been the perfect out for them, like almost like a a a, a situation that just happened at Washington. With with their head coach, Jimmy Lake, they weren't happy with recruiting. They weren't winning. He did something. And they were like, oh, yes, opportunity. Bye bye. And this would have been an opportunity if Juwan Howard hadn't been, already been to the finals, hadn't been to a final four, hadn't been recruiting and sending guys to the league. Yes. But I felt like the suspension for the rest of the season was appropriate. I actually would have suspended him through the Big Ten championship as well. You want me to wait? I'm one of those people that you don't like then. Why would you want him fired? I don't want him fired. It'd be weird to root for somebody to be fired. That that would be very, very strange. He uh, he is baitable. He keeps getting baited. And his players are having to take up physical confrontations on his behalf. That's inexcusable. Like he's a university employee. Imagine if your uh, if your anthropology teacher <laughs> at University of Michigan like talked shit to the teacher who had the classroom before them for leaving it in disarray, and then all of a sudden the students had to step in and fight the previous class's students because those two teachers were about to get in a physical confrontation. Like, you know how much discipline that simple thing would result in? And I get that basketball is physical, and I get that sports have these type of conflicts. The problem is one of the student athletes could catch a very long suspension or worse, criminal charges. And I'm not just being, like, lame. I'm dead serious on this. One of the student athletes could catch criminal charges if they catch somebody just right in a scrum trying to break something up just because – the coaches can't handle now. Um, I Now I agree with that. Now this is a time where the results actually can dictate the, the uh, result, right? That, that to where if somebody had gotten truly hurt, then he can get fired. Like, like that makes more, more sense. So sometimes I think that, we are outcome driven when it comes to punishment. Sometimes you just got lucky. Like, like for instance, like if you get an attempted murder versus an actual murder, I think that some forms of attempted murder should actually be uh, punished just like murder. Cause you literally tried to kill this person. You just were lucky. You were unsuccessful. So, so I get it. So it's one of those things to where like, if you actually, if you, if you went to go harm somebody and because you, of your incompetence or sheer luck, you did not, uh, you weren't able to do it, then yes, there are different consequences. 
So, and yes, he's a university employee, but he should be thanking God that nobody ended up actually hurt, that nobody ended up with a broken jaw, broken hand, or anything like that. Right. If one of his best players busts a hand throwing a punch because they're trying to defend their coach. Like, and, and I know that we're playing the what if game here, but that it literally spilled out. It could have gone up into the crowd. It's just such a dumb thing to do. And, okay. and I've okay. had a million okay. people so say how, like, well, what about Greg, Greg Gard? I was going to ask you that. Now, now, how much of this is cognitive negligence? Did Greg Garb, uh, you know, raise the stakes? Because if you grab me like you, like he grabbed Juwan Howard, put your hand in my stomach like you're stopping me. I'm already upset. Right. And yeah. mind you, and here's the thing that I think that we have to give people grace for sometimes and allow them to grow is my kids all the time. They get mad at me. Dad, you don't honk enough when you're driving. You don't honk enough. And I'm like, I understand that people make mistakes and errors when they're driving sometimes. So I try to give grace in those situations and not just be just, you know, that guy. So. So so when people, you know, make driving errors, I don't honk as much. But Jawan Howard was clearly upset they lost, upset with the right. timeout call because Greg no, Garb was. No, he wasn't. Yes, no, he, he was wasn't. Ups- yes, he was. No, he upset. wasn't. No, he was not. How he was you, upset they you? lost. He was upset they lost, and everything else just becomes a reason to 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 be even more grouchy. You're That's a dad. What I just said you're a dad, but he wasn't. He wasn't upset about the timeout. Yes, he was he upset was they upset. lost. He Greg Gard could have had bad breath, and it would have been. It, that would have been the offending thing. Cor- cor- yes, Once I'm you're in that, that mood. Was, yes. It's so so he was upset they lost. Then looking for reasons to be pissed they're, off. They're they're gonna miss the tournament. He called the timeout. Like he all, all of these things added up. So I'm not saying that this is right. I'm saying it that didn't he add up have, though. Yes, it did. He was, it, it was look, a compounding they were both, factor. It's not compounding. He was mad. He was mad. Like the uh, compounding, like, like I think there's a difference between things compounding and uh, the propane already filling the kitchen and somebody lights a match. Okay. He was, so, he was mad. He was going to so be if, mad no so matter if, what. So if, so if you get upset because your kid, he broke the, like he, he lit the couch on fire, right? Right. Um, he let the couch on fire and then you stub your toe on the corner of a, on the corner of the bed. Are you is that a compounding factor to your anger already? Or is that just some you were you were just mad. So you would have been mad about it. You wouldn't have been mad about that anyway. What I am saying is this. If you wake up with a headache and your heavy-footed kids are pounding around the house, something that you let slide in any other situation, something that you do because he they're your heavy-footed... Because they are your heavy-footed-ass kids that came from your genetics, and you got heavy feet, too. <laughs> and we know Juwan Howard was out there calling timeouts. We know he was. We know he's been calling timeouts up 15, 16. He's done it multiple times this year. So if you wake up with a headache and your heavy footed ass kids are pounding around the house and you decide to yell at them because you have a headache, that's on you. That's on you. Right? Like we, we both agree as men. If you see a guy that's in a bad mood, putting hands on him is the dumbest thing you can do. And Greg guard deserves to have some type of, 
uh, punishment for that. But the idea that Jawan Howard was just upset out of nowhere no. because no, of the no, timeout. No, no. no. he was saying, in. He's that's a, not what he's I'm a saying. competitive I'm guy. It was a, comp- it was a compounding factor that he was already hot that his team was mad, that his team was losing. They're not going to the tournament. They've underachieved this year. He can't get the guys to do what he wants them to, to do. And then the timeout, which he, which it wouldn't have been as big of a deal had none of these other, if they were winning and he had called timeout in the situation, who cares? He, he would have still been like, you, but it would have been over. And then when Greg Gard put his hands on him, Greg Gard was completely out of pocket for that. But that does not, I do not buy Juwan Howard's BS excuse of, Listen, I was trying to defend my, myself. You were not trying to defend yourself. You were not in any way, shape, form, or fashion threatened. Like, like he George. wasn't being threatened. <laughs> Threat, right, yeah. He's a, I was scared of Greg Gard. <laughs> like, look, at, look at every single coach in America. Every coach in America tells their players it's always the second guy. Keep your composure. It's always the second guy. Don't do something stupid to hurt your team because you got baited because it's always the second guy. And what pisses me off is if every single coach in America from junior high all the way up through the pros has this mantra that they spout over and over and over again, what all of a sudden it just stops becoming the rule of law because you lost your composure? No, it no. is. It, there is a human element to it is that it happens sometimes. You still, even though you've been taught that, you still lose your composure. We know how to talk to our wives and our kids, but sometimes we get frustrated and, uh, and upset. And then what do you do after? Listen, I'm sorry. I apologize. I messed up. I got to work on me the way that doesn't happen again. And that's the same thing that Juwan Howard w- position that he was in. So at the same time, while I'm supporting Juwan Howard not being fired, I'm also calling BS on him saying that he was defending himself. No, you weren't. I understand that he was mad because of the situation. Somebody puts their hands on you like that, stopping you physically. You're like, hell no, player. Hell no. And it has nothing to do with Juwan Howard's size or anything because we've learned in the court of law that that even if you have a gun, a taser, all of these things, that you can still feel scared. So, 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 but I just don't think that he was scared in that moment of being physically accosted, that he felt like he was in danger or anything like that. He's on a basketball court. This is the other team's head coach. It's not like he's punched other people. So I'm, I'm not buying that. But I do buy that Greg Garb, um, that he instigated a situation and Jawan Howard went way too far. I don't know what the other coach said said to him, but aside from calling him the N-word, ain't no reason to slap him. If he did call him the N-word, slap the shit out of him. Look, I'm I'm not going to come in and defend what anybody did here. I've been super annoyed with Wisconsin and Michigan fans going back and forth on who is ultimately the most culpable. Like, do you people not have kids? Do your kids not come to you to tell on each other and say, well, I only did this because he did this? What do you tell them? It doesn't matter. The standard is the standard. Grow up. Everybody in this situation needs to grow up. Who cares? Who was responsible for any of it? Greg Gard needs to keep his hands to himself. Juwan Howard needs to stop being so baitable so he doesn't Correct. lose his job. 
Correct. And that is something <clears throat> that other coaches are going to use. I would, I would, if I'm playing him in the tournament, oh God, I'm being the most annoying person possible. I'm being the most important uh, person possible. That way, you know, yeah. It just cracks me up that somewhere in America, a uh, mom and a dad are sitting down with their six foot seven small forward kid making a pro con list on where where they're going to go to school. And, and, and when they get to Michigan, they're like, man, the, the fan support is incredible. Um, you, you're going to have uh, one of the best coaching staffs um, in America with the most experience and the most connections over here on the con list. Uh, you might have to fight somebody because your coach is a hothead. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply what's up everybody this is Stephen A. Smith when I'm not at my day job first tape you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith show podcast tune in every Monday Wednesday and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports pop culture business and politics You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, speaking of fighting, 
the U.S. women's national team won their fight. Hooray! The women were awarded $24 million in a settlement in their equal pay lawsuit against uh, USA Soccer. They were paid dramatically less than, than the men. But in, in some respects, they actually made more than the men. But it's only because they won the World Cup. They did all sorts of crazy, like outrageous events. Like they were outstanding. One of the best teams or the best team in the entire world. And the U.S. men's national team, uh, in some cases, made more. And they didn't even qualify for the damn World Cup. Didn't even qualify for the World Cup. And our women are winning all of the shits. Or going to the finals or semifinals in all of them. And, like, you don't have to worry about them qualifying. You just have to worry, ooh, are they going to win the gold or not? Like, that's it. And... Now you're in a situation to where there, there was a lot of people, oh my God, that the, the women, why are they doing this? In reality is they sell more jerseys. They, uh, their TV ratings are higher than the men's. Like they bring in more income than the men do at times. And, and they weren't paid equally. This is justice. This is right. This was needed. And mind you, I am I am a person who also says at the same time that people are idiots when they say, oh, WNBA players should be paid the same as NBA players. No, they shouldn't, because the revenue of the league is different than the revenue of another league. But I also say at the same time that part of that is because of access and history. So if you propel or give the women's game a boost oh, when it's more on TV, guess what? More people watch it. Hmm, WNBA re- revenues are skyrocketing all these because people like the game because these women are freaking good. And then when you have the men in the NBA championing the game, too, it only makes it that much better. The women's tournament just signed five hundred million dollars with ESPN as opposed to the two billion to Turner for the uh, men's tournament. And as the women's game continues to grow and people see it, you know, it's like if you build it, they will come. I believe that you're still going to have a bunch of people in in these women's mentions uh, put in kitchen until it's undeniable, right? Like that's that that's just going to be the case. There's a lot of people that don't want to see this succeed, and they're convinced that because it's not something that they consume, that nobody should consume it. I don't understand living life that way. I don't understand telling people that what they like uh, isn't isn't something that they should like. Let the market decide. You know, they think you know what's a waste of time to me putting European soccer on television to me. That's a waste of time to me. Does that mean it shouldn't be there? No. Do, do, would, would, would I watch a, a U.S. women's national team play? Absolutely. And there's a lot of people who hate Megan Rapino, who's going to be off the team now. They hate some of the other women on there who are nasty women, mouthy women. But the reality is, if you don't have some of them to stand up and speak up, how are the other women supposed to get anything done? When your best players aren't the ones standing up and fighting, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. And you've had that with the women's national team. When uh, MLB in their lockout right now, they are the best players are standing with the lowest paid players. The NFL, at times, they've had that. But in the last CBA, the 
the higher paid players were like, no, we don't want this. We can we can do better. The lower players are the ones who pushed it through. So it's got to be a united front with the top, with the people who are making the most money, caring about what's being done for the people at the bottom of the rung of the roster as well. Right. And nobody ever has to apologize for for their opinions or their takes when when, you know, years go by and it ends up being wrong. This lawsuit filed by the U.S. women's soccer team was is six years old at this point. Part of part of it had been thrown out, I think, in in 2021 and then had to be readdressed. They were seeking something like 66 million in back pay. They end up with uh, what, 22 million plus two for future endeavors all contingent upon the certification um, of the new collective bargaining agreement um, that's coming up. But at the same time, there were so many people that called these women idiots for waging a battle that ultimately net them $22 million in back pay. So how dumb are they? No. How how dumb are they? (laughs) When they cash those checks, are they feeling stupid when they cash those checks? No, they're going to feel real good. But but the argument that people were were making, they were like, well, the women are on salary. The men are not. They're paid if they win or not. The the women are like, put us on that. We win. <laughs> don't, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. <laughs> we'll, we'll take care of this. You right. just you just put us on that same salary plan and we Gucci. We'll make way more than them dudes. And I think that, Yeah. Uh, and and I'm not inside the situation and I don't, I never, ever, ever, ever begrudge anybody for advocating for themselves and people's opinions are going to come in anytime anybody does this. We talked about Kyler Murray wanting a new contract and that comes out in the way that he posts on social media. Now everybody's speaking into his situation. We talked about Jaden Daniels transferring out of Arizona state wants uh, a better situation for himself. You're going to have people trying to speak into that situation. Everybody should have the ability to advocate for their own circumstances and be able to shrug off the opinion of the people who are on the outside looking in. The U.S. women's soccer team is going to be cashing $22 million plus have $2 million in the bank to use for future endeavors to help grow and expand the game. What I'm what it brings me to this other question, though, um, because you brought up the WNBA and they gave an award to Chris Paul, um, the Kobe and Gigi Bryant WNBA Advocacy Award. And I've seen a lot of people who have supported the WNBA for a long time kind of uh, bristle at the idea of giving an award to a man. Um, if somebody if if a man is championing the the sport, then yes, he's eligible to win the award. And also one of the things that people are short sighted about who say that is that an NBA player championing the WNBA actually does more than a a regular, you know, woman who may just like be an advocate for the sport and love the sport and be doing wonders for for the sport. But the attention that Chris Paul and Kobe Bryant, specifically who the award is named after him and Gigi, what they've done for women's basketball was enormous. And it wasn't like Kobe was out there. I mean, he was just showing up at games, coaching his daughter running around with Sabrina Ionescu, talking to Gino Ariema, like all, all of these things, Kim Mulkey, who, whoever else. 
And he did a lot for the women's game just by bringing publicity to it because he's Kobe Bryant. Same thing with Chris Paul and the HBCUs. He's using his fame, his platform, and his status to impact other people. I mean, and, and, and truthfully, if this award had gotten, if it were given out last year, do you know who, who they should have given it to last year? Who? Kyrie Irving, who actually, well, well, in the pandemic year, he said that, well, in 2020, he gave millions out of his own pocket to the WNBA players that weren't going to be paid. So, so while I understand that it can feel like a women's award or a men's award, it's the same thing like a, a, a woman could win the, the this award for the NFL if she's helping other women coaches get into the game. So I don't think it's a gender-specific award. I think it's an award for somebody who's doing a lot to help the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, just help me on this. When did we confuse what awards are for? Awards exist to encourage and incentivize Ooh, other people behavior. to do it. Yes. I didn't, yeah, they're that's not. A good point. The entire point of having an award is to create a situation in which people would aspire to that award. That's it. That's mm. the whole thing. They give major universities give major awards to donors who donate a lot of money and spend a lot of time and do a lot of advocacy because it, that, so other people will do it. Right. It's the same. It's the same reason that uh, you even sports awards like people will aspire to greatness, which is best for the overall health of of the game. Awards help bring attention to an issue and give people something to aspire to. If the WNBA is going to thrive, it needs outside advocacy. Even the NBA needed outside help to get off tape delay for playoff games. Everybody needs help to get into that mainstream. There's only a certain amount of time and spare energy that people have to be able to invest in what they're going to consume. The WNBA is on the come up, but it's never had more to compete with than it does right now. We have so much access to so many things. And it's growing because there's been an investment into it. Because if you look at the NBA 25 years in versus the WNBA 25 years in, these things are not like the other. And as the game continues to, to grow, like there are more women dunking, there are more dope plays. Like as more girls continue to play when they're young, Growing into women who are super dope, like that, th- those are the things that are amazing. Like at, at my son's high school at Sierra Canyon, their boys' basketball team is obviously fantastic. I have the number one player in the nation, Amari Bailey, and a bunch of other kids going to college, LeBron's son, all of that. But the girls' team is damn near equally as possible popular because they have this girl named Juju on there, and Juju's number one player in the country. And she is box office, too. And Zach Randolph's daughter, Gilbert Arenas' daughter. Like, they be out there hooping, yep. homie. So, and the, and their games are crowded and hard to get into, too. My, my, be- my best friend since, like, 15 years old. His birthday was a couple of weeks ago. I got him a cameo from a WNBA player. And I didn't do it so that I could get on this show when the subject comes up and pat myself on the back. It's because... They have become socially relevant. It has become an yes. easily consumable product. If you get me a Sabrina INSQ jersey, like an Oregon one signed, bro, I will fan out. I will put that shit on. Like, and I don't wear jerseys. I will put that one on, though, bro. <clears throat> right, and it's just you see, you're seeing more the the with more visibility becomes more people who are excited to see them out in the community doing the things that they've always done. And what you're also starting to see is as the NBA moves into also being an avenue to push fashion. Well, guess who the number one consumer of fashion? It's women, 
And so you have uh, the WNBA entrances and the photos that come out before games, and you have all these people with all these different fits. Like it's becoming fits, more than yep. just the sport. And so I just the the oh, idea God. that there's Imagine people out there if that the women come in, dude. They have so so many more options, dude. They, they I mean, like a woman can literally her versatility. She can come to the game in sweats in a business suit. Hell, she could come in in a ball gown, a wedding dress, uh, any, I mean, just so, the, the range of like, big because men, they can come in in kind of a suit. They can come in kind of, you know, Russell Westbrook, like coming in a tuxedo if they want to, but the women, their range is just insane. And they are going to have so many more marketing opportunities and all of that because of that. Now, the last thing up today, uh, Ralph brought this up. Now, um, now the last thing up is Ralph brought this up. His boy, Inez Freedom, if you don't know who that is, that it's Inez Cantor, formerly, uh, the artist formerly known as Inez Cantor. He uh, believes he's being blackballed from the NBA, even though he was on a roster earlier this year. Wait, is he still on the roster now or no? Who, Enos Cantor? Yeah. No, that's who, that's what is happening is he got traded from Boston to Houston and then released. That's uh, as, normal for uh for, for like, the NBA, yeah. Yeah, for that's not abnormal for the NBA. But he feels like he's being blackballed because he's been attacking LeBron and Nike and all of that and dude, the NBA gives players freedom to talk more than any other league. Now, if this were the NFL, his ass would have been done a long time ago. First thing. Talking about NFL partners in a negative way, not not player. Not when you're not a star. But Inez Cantor got so like his teammates, I don't think his teammates want him around because they're like, bro, you're a nuisance. You're gonna keep talking about LeBron. I'm cool with LeBron. I'm I'm signed with Nike. I got nothing for you, homie. Like he's being ushered away because he's uh making too much noise, I think, and he's not good enough to support that. The same way. As Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard caused too much mess down in Miami, caused too much mess for the owner with the with the Jewish joke. And uh, yeah, it was not. Yeah. So now he's unemployed. But there are. But the but the thing about being blackballed is, is that there are a lot of other people who we've seen who former NBA vets who came in on these 10 day contracts who are clearly good enough to be in the NBA and are not. So is Lance Stevenson being blackballed? No, is I just Stanley think- Johnson being blackballed is uh, was uh, <laughs> Joe Johnson. <laughs> yes, well, I so Joe. They're still good NBA players, but there comes a time where they just like, nah, we'll we'll get somebody younger. <laughs> there's only like, there's only like forty five jobs max up for grabs in the NBA every single year. Okay, only like forty five. Right. And and because of covid recently, there's been a lot of opportunities for people to pop in and contribute Um, when the NBA decides that there is nothing left that they can tap into to get consistency over time out of a player. There's a really good chance that that player goes into the scrap heap of having to. Um, jump in on spot duty or play overseas 
typically that happens to a player by year four or five. Yeah. If you're a second round dude that comes out and you're only getting uh, six minutes a game or you're a human victory cigar and they don't see what they need to from you out of practice, that might happen by year two or three. Yes. Exactly. I mean, we, we saw uh, my, my boy Nico Mannion is made it uh, came out early, got picked up by Golden State, and now he's already overseas playing in Italy like his dad. Yeah. Okay. So Enos Cantor is in year 10. Enos Cantor has never produced less than he's producing now. Yes. He was getting 11 minutes a game in Boston who had gone back out and got him and signed him to a one-year $2.7 million deal after he had spent last year in Portland. He was already causing trouble. He had already gone after the president of Turkey. He had an E60 profile of him and his political activity back in 2019. He tweeted in support of Daryl Morey in 2019. Exactly. And he was still employed. Right. If this was like the Colin Kaepernick thing, or if it was like the Myers Leonard thing, where he like actually tapped into a direct offense of a group of people that was so uh, so bad that it needed to be dealt with immediately, then it would have been dealt with immediately. But he has been hanging on doing this stuff for a long time. And the fact of the matter is, he's in year ten. He has shown that there is nowhere to go from here. He is a very good rebounder. His field goal percentage is down eight points from last year. And if you feel like you can make up that rebounding elsewhere with somebody who actually has a ceiling that could go up, maybe you're going to try to do that, especially when you were already on the veterans minimum. And there is so much money available in the NBA that if he had signed a one-year $10 million deal and nobody was picking him up, you can raise your eyebrows. But if he was making the literal minimum that you were allowed to make as a 10-year vet and he is a throw-in as part of a trade and gets released on the back end, Yeah, it might get you some attention if you're a conservative commentator to say that he's being blackballed, but it is very much you showing that you don't know anything about the game of basketball or how it works. Correct. This happens every day, all the time. He's not being blackballed. Um, You guys, that is Reister wrong for the day. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. Peace out. Catch you guys next episode. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.